Yep. Okay. What is going on, guys? And welcome to episode five of Listen Whilst We Step. And today we have a very, very special guest on board. And this is actually one of my longer serving uh, online clients. And she has come from strength to strength to strength in so many, so many different ways. It's been, um, honestly, this whole coaching experience has been one of the reasons that I love my job so much. And I'm so happy that we can have her on here. Um, to kind of talk through her whole experience with the process, what she's learned, how far she's come in terms of both her physique and her mind, because she had uh, had some struggles with her own battles in terms of her, the mentality side of things. So I think it'd be really, really good to hear from her and um, take her side on, to hear what she has to say and kind of go from there. Okay. Um, so welcome on. Do you want to introduce yourself and kind of tell us a little bit about you and how you kind of got into all your fitness and everything like that? Hello, so thank you for having me. Um, so I'm Tasha and um, my relationship with fitness has kind of always been a little bit inconsistent. So uh, my background is um, I've had some issues with, with eating in the past. I've had some um, periods of really disordered eating. Um, I've been severely underweight before. I've been severely overweight before. Um, and then probably about four years ago um just started dabbling around in the gym just thought i really need to kind of try and get some sort of control in my life um had a few other trainers in the past and then floated in and out of that um then got into a place where i was actually um feeling quite good about myself i was looking pretty lean um and this was just before i went traveling um but kind of was just going solo so didn't really have that much knowledge in terms of like the technical side of it and, and things like progressive overload so I kind of halted at a set point and then knowing that I was leaving the island to go traveling um, I think my motivation in general kind of just went a little bit out the window mm -hmm. um, so it's been quite like a long journey uh, for me um, ups and downs as well in terms of how I feel about myself, um, but this has been one of the best things that I've done, and I feel at the moment like I'm in in a really, really good place with with everything, with with eating, training, mentality, everything. So yeah, killing it, absolutely killing it, and uh, we're definitely, definitely on a mission. Where, where did you go traveling? Um, so started in Sri Lanka. I was there for a month. Amazing. Months in oh. India couple of months in Nepal and then I was in East Africa for a little bit as well um Ethiopia kind of where's your favorite place oh. <laughs> that's a hard one isn't it it's a really hard one because Ethiopia was so out there and it was so special and so different and it's so off the beaten path you know but I did love India like I did fall in love with India because it really challenges you as a person mm -hmm. um, I think in every single way um, I've heard, heard it's super cultural. Oh, it's it's incredible that the amount of religions that there are in India and just the sheer contrast between between the rich and the poor. You know, you you see things that you wish you could unsee, and you see things that make you feel, you know, so blessed at the same time. And it's just it's it's everything that's good and bad with the world, but that's what makes it so special. I think I can imagine um, gives you gives you a real perspective on things. 
yeah the food is also like a massive bonus hence Hard. why i back a Both. lot bigger than what i was when i left <laughs> don't i'm hungry i haven't had dinner yet <laughs> um amazing oh i'm so i i need to get out and do some traveling but you know covid and everything like that <laughs> so annoying um let's just kind of touch on sort of we kind of touched on where you were before the online coaching and things like that but i just want to touch on a tiny tiny little bit more like kind of what were the biggest struggles that you did face kind of just before kind of signing up was it kind of struggling to know where to start or anything like that I think before signing up to you, I think the hardest thing for me was I had just come back from, you know, being away for a year. Um, I came back a lot bigger than what I was when I left. You know, I did gain um, quite a lot of weight in that year that I was away. Um, I'm one of those people, I think, that like my body responds quite quickly to anything which can be good and can be really really bad like i'm just one of those people i think that has to move their body or i will just pile in the weight so obviously when you're away you do have days where you're super active but it's not consistent like it's not consistent and it's not you know you're not doing strength training or anything like that if you are working out it's because you've been on a hike or you know swim or something like that um just general activity more yeah just like more leisure like leisure based kind of activities um so i came back a lot bigger um which had obviously knocked my confidence quite a lot as well because um obviously well you know i do suffer from some very severe body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. um so things like that can be can be really hard i mean anybody can can suffer when they when they gain weight or you know when they see physical changes but for someone who has um an illness or low self-esteem anyway those things can really really set you back um so I came back and obviously I was so out of routine as it was you know out of the working routine out of just just normal life in general so that in itself was quite a big struggle um then I did start working and that's about the time that I did sign up to you but it took me a little while to, um, to I think we, I think we'd spoken a little bit and just via Instagram messages and things like that. You definitely touched and kind of asked a few questions and things like that, hadn't you? Yeah, for sure. Like you were amazing. Like before I'd even committed to you, you know, you answered all my questions. You were giving me so much knowledge for, you know, for free at this point, you didn't even know if I was gonna sign up. Um, and you were, you know, you were more than happy to, to take the time and then, obviously you reached out via phone call as well. Um, I was in Canada when, when I signed up with you, I went to Canada for a week. Um, cause mm. I was supposed to be moving there, but then COVID happens. So. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was for me, I think the definitive, I'd been back for a few months before that and just floated in and out and tried, tried to do it on your, on your own kind of thing. Yeah. I tried to do it on my own, you know, got back into the gym and, and I've, been at Carrefour for years so it's it's a really comfortable environment and I am really comfortable in there but it was still just trying to just get back into it it's so hard I think when you've not got that incentive and I think with the trainer not only do you have that expertise there but you are accountable and I think I didn't want to let myself down but I sure as hell didn't want to let you down and waste your time either so that it's like that that double-sided coin isn't it it's just it keeps you accountable because i know how motivated you are and you really wanted to achieve these like incredible results that you have and we'll kind of get into those a bit more in a second but 
just having someone to kind of not answer to, but someone just to kind of give you a little bit, bit of a push in the right direction when you needed it. But then also like we definitely went through our kind of ups and downs and just trying to remind you that you are human and like the struggles that you are facing, like it's completely normal and you, you can do this shit. There's, it's, it's not going to kind of play too much of a, an impact. You just got to yeah. keep ticking those boxes and keep trusting that process. Um, now, we kind of got a little bit of a background. Like I just want to touch on the, the results that you did get, because I think we've already kind of a bit underplayed them in my eyes. Like I'll, I'll let you start and then I'll kind of give. My, my, sorry. I'm blushing here. <laughs> no, but I, I'll let you kind of start and uh, tell everyone the kind of results that you have seen. And then I'll, I'll give my perspective on it. Okay. Sure. So, um, when I started with you, I was, what was I? I was about 71, wasn't I? About 71 kg? Just under 72. Just under 72. So like, for, you know, that's, I'm going to go in like clove sizes here. I was probably like a size 12, size 14. I was just really puffy, really, you know, just, I don't want to use the word gross because that's horrible to describe yourself as that or to, to, to describe anyone as that, but I just didn't feel good. I didn't particularly look good. Um, and yeah, I just really wanted to get back to, to kind of where I was before I went away and, and just feel good in myself mentally and physically. Um, obviously when I started up with you as well, lockdown happened. Um, and in a way, I think that was a, a really positive thing for me in the sense that I just threw myself into the home workouts because mm -hmm. I had nothing else to do. Um, and obviously you were super adaptable. You took the gym program, you turned that into the home workouts. Um, so along with the four kind of home workout sessions I was doing, you know, being in lockdown, there was no better excuse than to go out and just go on long walks every day yeah. um, and just do as much as I physically could um, to keep myself sane and obviously just to keep moving my body and, I think the focus kind of shifted for me off the physical side and more into the mental side. And actually that's when I really started noticing the results. Yeah. Um, and yeah, from, I mean, when was that like six, six to eight months ago? So from, yeah, we, we, from, from very, from when we very first started, we're seven months in now, where the hell's that gone? <laughs> yeah. That's flown man. That's Crazy, so scary. Mm. But that's it that's in seven months i've lost is it two stone about two stone that? just 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 under 14 kilos which is massive put that in perspective in terms of your body weight you've lost like 20 percent of your body weight that's actually nuts isn't yeah it? that's why a lot of people will just say like oh yeah i lost a stone but you've got to remember like if if you're a smaller person you do, don't weigh as much losing a stone is massive you losing 14 kilos and me losing 14 kilos is a very very different thing like 20 percent of your body weight is mind-blowing um here's the question I, I want to ask two little questions here yep before we started i know obviously you struggled with your body dysmorphia and things like mm -hmm. that did that get in the way of you doing anything social events or anything like that it can do and in some aspects it still does because like with my bdd in particular it's it's not necessarily um, my body that gets me down I think um, it's it's more so um, my face so that's still very much a work in progress for me I am in therapy for the BDD I'm really trying to get to grips with that but my confidence in general has gone up because of my physique now 
Um, but yeah, absolutely. It, it did, it did stop me wanting to go out. Um, I was wearing really baggy stuff, um, to work even, you know, in, in my personal life, I would just be wearing stuff that was really bland, really drab. Um, and just, yeah, I guess just wanting to kind of disguise myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what I struggled with as well is obviously when you're traveling, these things aren't at the forefront of your mind. You don't necessarily think about what you look like. You don't really care. Um, you're surrounded by other people who, you know, are very similar to you. Very like-minded. Um, like-minded people. Yeah. And obviously it's quite a humbling experience because you see a lot that kind of takes your focus off. I don't want to say superficial things, but you know, your own self. I'm, I'm completely with you. But yeah. Then you come back home and you come back to normal life. And I think especially somewhere like Jersey, there can be a lot of pressure. hundred mm-hmm, percent. It's a very small environment and everybody kind of knows everyone. And I think I almost felt like this level of shame because I knew what I looked like before I went away and I knew what I looked like when I came back and it was quite a drastic weight gain. Um, so I think I just felt really self-conscious of that. And I was always just thinking, oh, people are probably like, oh, bloody hell, she's let herself go. Or, which, which wasn't the case. Nobody else cares. But yeah. um, you do think these things, um, especially when you do, you know, you, you do suffer with um, things like BDD or, or low self-esteem. You do just catastrophize things in your own head. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. I did definitely kind of um, shy away from, from a lot of stuff, for sure. Yeah. And did, and did starting to speak to people kind of massively help that then? Yeah. I mean, in terms of the therapy or just, is there like family members or friends you kind of open up to about that? I think I'm Uh, sure there's going to be a lot of listeners out there who they might not be struggling with the actual like diagnosed BDD or anything like that, but they, I definitely think there are a lot of people out there with low self-esteem or I openly have kind of spoken about on the podcast that, the, when I did my first kind of big fat loss phase, that was the first time that I'd ever kind of felt seriously uncomfortable. And like, I didn't even feel comfortable taking my top off in front of my girlfriend. And I, I'd never experienced that. And I said, I, I think me experiencing that definitely made me a better coach because I think to some extent I can almost relate to people. Yeah, like I, I, there's, there's no way at all that I uh, did suffer from BDD, for example, but I definitely struggled with that confidence and I didn't tell anyone about that and I'm just wondering if opening up and you spoke to family members or close friends or anything like that or did it take you some time to kind of unwind that it yeah I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie it did take me a long time um and it's still it's still not something that I really speak about that openly um this is probably the first time really that I've I've spoken about it in in quite a comfortable sense I think mainly because a lot of people don't understand it um and it can be quite exhausting for you to 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 try and explain it to people they're just like oh you're just being silly or you're just having a bad day and it's it's you know it's it's deeper rooted than that but my boyfriend's been amazing like he's i try not to put too much on him because obviously from his perspective it's painful for him just as much yeah yeah, to listen to the things I have to say about myself or to, you know, but he's a huge support. And one of my best friends as well, she's actually a mental health worker. So she's a rock to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can understand that it's, it's, it's not an easy thing to talk to people about because there's this level of embarrassment that comes with it or um, they do just kind of, kind of 
not feed you what you want to hear yeah. but it's one of those where you can be talking to people and you want that validation from them but ultimately it doesn't actually change the way that you feel the mm -hmm. only person that can change that is is yourself and whether that's through seeking seeking help or um you know i for example i've i've used a few good like cbd related books so like cognitive behavioral therapy books which have been a huge help um I use the, the listening lounge service over here, which is a fantastic free mental health service. Mm -hmm. um, and I think just investing time in yourself, like I get up at five now, which if you'd have told me I was going to be getting up at five, <laughs> I didn't even know those two fives in a day. I'm not. <laughs> um, now I, you know, I do 20 minutes yoga, 20 minutes meditation, 20 minutes journaling. Then I go to the gym and then I come home and I start work. And by the time I start work, I feel just so light and happy and switched on. And yeah, it doesn't cure um, everything. And it's certainly, you know, I still have got quite a long way to go on my journey, but just doing little things like that for yourself is one of the best antidepressants that there is. Mm -hmm. um, and that has made such a difference to me. And I think if there is anyone out there struggling, um, they really just need to take, take some time for themselves um, and just do things that are going to be impactful and positive because, you know, scrolling on your phone, like social media is great. It can be such a good tool, um, but it can also be a massive trigger for a lot of people and yep. people probably don't even realize how much. And I think just taking time away from things like TV and social media and things like that, and actually just doing something productive and beneficial for yourself. Massively. Um, is a huge huge help um and yeah i would just just recommend that but as well you know if, if anybody is is suffering with with something that they feel is not a normal level of of having a down day then they definitely need to seek help because everybody deserves to to feel at peace and to feel good in themselves and it's it's a really difficult life when you don't when you don't feel that way yeah for, for sure i i think the biggest takeaway from that is that everyone deserves to feel hundred percent. You deserve to wake up in the morning and feel fucking confident with what you see. You go, uh-huh. I love that. You feel you, you deserve yeah. to walk down the middle of town and be like, I love this clothes. I, you want to be able to go into a shop and buy whatever you want and feel confident. I, th I think you should never settle for anything less than that. But just what you kind of touched on with setting aside that time to kind of work on you and, um, everyone asks me why I always do my steps in the morning and things like that. And for me, that's my time in the morning. That's my time to just ah, chill yeah, and just sure. get my head out and things like that before you get on. We've all got such busy lives and things like that. There's so much going on. If you just roll out of bed, you just sit in the traffic to go to work, that pisses you off. Then you get into work and the boss is having a go at you. It's just so negative all the time. Whereas if you get up, doesn't even have to be anything drastic like like you say it could literally just be five ten minutes or something where i always say get that first win of the day if you get that first win of the day you just set yourself up so well for the rest of the day and your mental space is going to be in such a better place than being like oh god traffic oh god my boss oh god i got so much work to do yeah. just get 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 yeah get get that get that first win and i think you'll just set yourself up so well for the kind of uh the the rest of the day and the weeks and everything to come and i think there's so much that comes with that as well in terms of um one your own like mental side in terms of, like 
your self-confidence, but also your kind of productivity as well. Um, I think if you do end up struggling with something kind of uh, along the kind of mental health and things like that, I think that if you can be a little bit more, if being more productive will help that as well. And I think getting that first win just sets you up well to be more productive yeah. and everything um, massively. Um, here's, here's one. So we, we obviously absolutely killed it, got absolutely insane results. Where would you think you would be if you, if you hadn't signed up? Oh God. I, do you know what? I actually dread to think I'd probably still be sat on my ass eating roast potatoes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I like to think I would have, maybe got back into the gym but I I really I I just don't know because I think it was such a hard cycle to break after being away um and it's almost like you kind of forget um everything I'd kind of done before in the gym um you just forget you forget you know rep sets how much you should be doing what you shouldn't be doing the do's and the don'ts so I don't think I would be in this position now in terms of my mental like my man my mental state um and certainly not my physical state i think without without you and your guidance and your support i yeah a hundred percent wouldn't be here i think especially with the lockdown would have been so completely different for me if i hadn't signed up for you because i wouldn't have been doing things at home you know yeah. it, it would have been an excuse to to stay in your pajamas all day and watch netflix or um you know raid the fridge or eat an extra slice of toast or anything like that so I think mm -hmm. without you at that time um I certainly wouldn't be where I am now um yeah no not at all not for one minute yeah, I think I think lockdown was a little bit of a turning point for people they had they had option one which is be proactive and realize that in terms of your kind of fat loss goals and different things like this and you having time to work on you there was no better time there was literally when anyone embarks on kind of a fat loss journey or a transformation, some of the, the main kind of things that are hurdles are kind of things that get in your way are events and different things like that. There was none of those. And it's safe to say that we grabbed it with both hands and we ran. Um, the, the results you honestly achieved were absolutely incredible. And I think you should be so, so proud of yourself and I'm dead proud of you because you honestly, you've come so far. Like I said, the, this is from a selfish point of view here. This is why I fucking love my job. I know I say this in our check-ins all the time because I log and I'm like, yes, she's done more. She's done this. She's done that. I'm like, hell yeah. Um, uh, I hope you won't mind me saying this, but in terms of your confidence, I've seen it come on leaps and bounds. When we first started our coaching together, for those of people who don't know about my coaching, um, I get people to upload videos of their exercises so we can have a look at their form make sure that everything's on point if their weights are too heavy blah 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 blah. when we first started our online coaching seven months ago you wouldn't want to upload the videos because you felt self-conscious or you didn't want to film yourself now what have we done for the last couple of weeks films uploaded we, we filmed we've oh. uploaded and we've yeah everything there and i think that in itself is probably as big of a win as losing 14 kilos in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. Cause for me as well, um, especially um, like photos and basically kind of seeing myself is, is a massive trigger. Like some days I can just about look in the mirror. So for me, I, the camera can, can be a really, really touchy, touchy subject, but it's, 
one of my coping mechanisms has always just been to avoid it which Mm -hmm. isn't realistic like it's you know not only am I deleting myself out of my own life but it it just means that when a camera is present or when I am confronted with my own image it's more difficult for me um so one of my sort of challenges to myself was at least just to kind of get the footage um and not even necessarily watch it the whole way through but at least watch what you have to say about the form videos and also without those form videos you know i'm doing myself a disservice because i'm not going to be performing to the best of my ability in the gym you're not going to be able to give me the direction that you need to give me in order to make sure that i'm doing things correctly so i just knew it was kind of fundamental um to to the progression um but yeah it's been that that's like i'm i'm quite proud of that as well because that should be (laughs) honestly you should be that when you sent those first lot of uh videos across i was like Ooh, <laughs> I was like, this is, this is a, this is a, a, a big thing. And um, like I keep saying, you should be so proud of it and you've come so far. Um, and we're definitely, honestly, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That V Scott video did make me laugh though. Oh my God. <laughs> I was just, I don't, cause I moved the bar up, but I think you move out. Right. So I obviously just hadn't done that and it was still slamming down. And I was thinking this exercise is a load of rubbish. Like you wait till I tell him. This isn't doing anything. There's me just doing it completely wrong. I saw that other lad upload his and I thought, oh God, Simon's going to have a right laugh. <laughs> it was literally, I was watching it as you sent me the message and I was like, um, <laughs> I was having a giggle to myself. I must admit. I must admit. Um, let's kind of start to wrap this up then. I just want to like do two little things. I just want to ask if there was anything you'd like to say to kind of, anyone who was out there kind of thinking about signing up to online coaching or someone who may be thinking they are in a similar position to what you were. Okay. So I, the the only advice I can give is like, you have to do it. If you're thinking about signing up with Simon, you're thinking about investing in yourself. You have to do it. It will be the best thing that you ever do. Like the lad is just a fountain of knowledge. He is such a genuine person and it's it's been the best thing that i could do and i'm not getting paid commission or anything (laughs) simon to say any of this it has genuinely been an absolute pleasure and i am so thankful and grateful to him um if you are on the fence about it or you are you know wanting a little bit more information just reach out to simon he will take the time to talk to you get to know you um and yeah honestly it's the best thing you could ever do for yourself not just physically but mentally as well um and i i just don't know why you wouldn't want to really um and even if you do think you're in good shape or even if you do feel good um there's always room for improvement so i'd say just just go with it just go for simon he's fantastic stop it hello thank you very much that's uh no that's honestly thank you so much i don't know what to say um But yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. And then there's one final question, which I'm going to ask everyone who comes onto the podcast. It's a question that I ask a lot of my clients and I find it a very, very interesting one. I get a lot of different answers back to it. It is, if you could go back to any age, what would you and why? It makes you think, eh? (laughs) It really does. Um, Do you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to go back to when I was 14, that's when I had my first, well, my first eating disorder. Um, and I think that was like the onset of 
a lot of the BDD as well. And I think if I could go back in time, I think it would be to go back to being that age and just to not give a shit, really. Just to not give a damn and just be young um, and just enjoy having no responsibilities and to not torture myself. Um, yeah, I think it would be that age. And then maybe who knows if I, you know, if I could go back to being 14 and change that from happening, it might have prevented a lot of stuff later on in life. But yeah, I'd say that because yeah. every, every age from sort of from then onwards has been all right. It's been a bit of a hoot, but I think that was like the hardest time. Mm-hmm. Sure. Very, very, very interesting. It's, um, it's amazing to hear how far you ha- really have come and you, you've obviously dealt with a lot and dealt with a lot of demons and things like that, but you've come out the other side stronger than ever. Um, and then what, what, what's the goal now? What's the goal moving forward? So obviously we've just finished the cut, um, which has been really, really good actually. Like it's not actually been that, that challenging having, um, lower calories but i am looking forward to some more fuel um so for me now it's really just to smash the gym get more calories in get stronger build some muscle um obviously i am still in therapy for um the bdd as well so my main focus is 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 that i just want to apply myself 100 percent to that as well um, to help me get even even better but yeah physically it's just to get strong now get strong performance goals Road yeah. to a hundred kilo deadlift. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's a long time coming. <laughs> just thinking about it. It's a goal. It's a goal. You know, I, you know, I like big goals. Pipeline dream, Simon. Oh yeah. Um, well, honestly, thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. And again, you've absolutely killed it. I'm so proud of you. Okay. Have a good oh, one. All right. Catch you later, guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye bye.